What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. As always, I'm Nathan Holloway. With me, Cheer Trash. What's going on? Hopefully you're in a better mood now. Yeah, we'll start off in the NFL. We're 50 days away from kickoff. Woo! Yay. But we're going to talk about Madden ratings and how dumb EA Sports and Madden are. Because, yeah, we, we don't even have to tell you this. You probably already know. We're going to start out with the wider series. First ones that got dropped. 99 overall, Devontae Adams. I agree with that. But how is Cooper Cup not a 99 overall also? Yeah. Where is Debo and Jamar Chase? How are they not top 10? Because for one, why is Amari Cooper a 90 overall? And why is Terry McLaurin a 91 overall? Terry McLaurin, I saw after this came out, some dude posted him. Terry McLaurin had the same, he had worse stats than Darnell Mooney last year. And he's a 91 overall. Also, Keenan Allen should not be a 91. Keenan Allen is the third best receiver in the league. It's not Tyreek Hill and D-Hop. Apparently D-Hop, some news, he's not suspended anymore. Apparently that drug test actually came back negative and they said it was positive. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Also, Justin Jefferson is better than DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, and Stephon Diggs. It's Madden. Do you agree with any of the rankings? Uh, one. That's about it. Which one do you agree with? Devontae Adams. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to... I don't really care about... Okay. Never mind. It's not defense yet. Uh, top 10 tight ends. Travis Kelsey is a 98. George Kittle is a 97. Mark Andrews is a 93. Darren Waller is a 91. Darren Waller is the second best tight end in the league behind George Kittle. I'm sorry. Uh, Mike Gusecki is an 86. Kyle Pitts an 87. TJ Hawkinson? 89. Hunter Henry somehow made this list as an 84. Zach Ertz also somehow made this list. I'm pretty sure he's not even the starting tight end in Arizona. But, okay. I agree with the top four. They just need to be in a different order. You agree with that? Yeah. Uh, next is going to be defense. I don't really care. I'm not doing this too much. Miles Garrett's a 99. TJ Watt's a 96. TJ Watt should be a 99. Uh, Nick Bosa's a 94. Linebackers, uh, Fred Warner is a 94. Demario Davis is a 93. I'm guessing these are middle linebackers since that's all it is. Thing that I have a problem with today. Running backs dropped. Derrick Henry is a 97 overall. Nick Chubb, 96. Christian McCaffrey, 96. Jonathan Taylor is a 95. Dalvin Cook is a 94. How is Jonathan Taylor number four when he was the best running back last year? Yeah. He should be number one. Nick Chubb should be number two. Derrick Henry should be number three. Dalvin Cook should be number four. Austin Eckler as an 88 is embarrassing. EA, Austin Eckler is a top five running back. He's better than Christian McCaffrey. He can do everything Christian McCaffrey can do, but better. And he doesn't get hurt. Also, why is Zeke an 88 overall? When are you guys going to learn that Ezekiel Elliott's not good? He had two good years. He's not even the best running back on his team anymore. It's Tony Pollard. But all you Cowboys fans, just keep just keep, uh, keep dreaming about that and dreaming about your Super Bowl run that you're never going to have. So, of course, 50 days away, we will be doing our um, NFL predictions for the season in a few weeks. I'm going to say probably the first week of August, more than likely. So, be prepared for that. I probably won't. Moving on to the association, the Trailblazers won the Summer League Championship over the Knicks. Uh, Keegan Murray won Summer League MVP, averaged 23 points per game. He's the best rookie in the class. I said that, and none of you believe me. Keegan Murray will win Rookie of the Year. Did people DM you saying you're wrong? No, but nobody believes it. 
because they're all like, oh my god, Chet, oh my god, Paulo, and Jabari Smith, who did not show up in Summer League. The Jazz want seven first-round picks for Donovan Mitchell. Seven. I mean, they, get, they got six for Rudy Gobert. Yeah. So, if a team's stupid enough to do it, like the New York Knicks, who are apparently the only team actually working with them right now. Apparently the Jazz denied a trade that they sent them because the Jazz basically want young players plus the picks. So for the Knicks, they're probably going to have to give up Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes, and probably five to six first-round picks. Quentin Grimes was one of the best summer league players, too. And also, Obi showed out last year, and quickly is also a very good player. He should start for them. But um, the Jazz want R.J. Barrett. The Knicks don't want to get rid of him. Yeah, Why I'm, would you? I want to get rid of him. Miles Bridges was charged with domestic violence and child abuse. Have fun riding in prison. You worthless. I can't say what I'm going to say. So, you worthless piece of crap. There you go. I would have harsher words, but I can't say it. Moving on to the MLB. The AL won the All-Star game for the ninth straight year, 3-2. Stanton wins MVP. Yay. I didn't watch it. I was at work. Um, I did see Andres Jimenez make a great defensive play, though. Juan Soto won the home run derby over J-Rod. Very surprising that J-Rod even made it to the final. Be impressed. Though, with, what, 64 home runs in the first two rounds combined? Yeah. Beat, beat Pete. Yeah. I was very disappointed. Um, it was also rigged. For Pujols to make it, I just want to put that out there because if you go back and look at it, Pujols' last home run for his 13th home run of the first round was after time expired. Yeah. And they also, ESPN stopped counting Kyle Schwarber's home runs, and Schwarber would have beat him. But just let Pujols just continue to have his say. I thought they were going to rig it in the second round too until Juan Soto said, screw you, you old man. Pujols shouldn't even been in it. It was embarrassing to watch. I think a two-year-old could have hit longer home runs than that. It was sad. I'm also not a Pujols fan, clearly. So Let's take a look at the standings at the All-Star break. AL East, the Yankees have a 13-game lead over the Rays, 14.5-game lead over the Blue Jays, and a 16.5-game lead over the Red Sox. Well, the Yankees win, the, win this division. Oh, and the... Chris Sale just came back, and now he's out again because of a broken pinky. Yeah. Just retire, dude. Just, just retire. He was looking good when he came back, and then just that comeback or just boom. Did you see his finger, though? I did not. It was pretty cool. It was like an L. Nice. Oh, also, today, I'd like to wish a happy birthday to two Nationals players, Cabert Ruiz and Steven Strasburg. So happy birthday to both of you. Happy birthday especially to Steven Strasburg. We're paying you $285 million to be on the I.L. Happy freaking birthday, bud. Wish you won us a World Series. AL Central, the Twins have a two-game lead over the Guardians and a three-game lead over the White Sox, and we're the only three teams in it because I'm pretty sure Detroit and Kansas City aren't making the playoffs. Just going to throw that out there right. So who do you have winning this division? I got Minnesota. They're just a very good team. I'm going to go White Sox. They're going to turn it around in the second half. I see the them firing the drunk Tony La Russa, and maybe they could actually win a game if he wasn't getting hammered in the dugout. AOS, the Astros have a nine-game lead over the Mariners. Other than that, this division sucks. Astros are winning the division. Seattle is on a 14-game win streak. The Astros are winning the division. A wild card right now for the AL would be Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Toronto with Boston two games back, 
Cleveland two and a half games back, the Orioles three and a half games back, and the White Sox three and a half games back. Who would have thought the Orioles would have been this good? And on to the NL. The Mets lead the NL East by only two and a half games, and they lead the Phillies by eight and a half games. Who wins this division? I'm going to go with the Braves. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, DeGrom is supposed to come back in the next few weeks. He did get his rehab start pushed back, though, because he was feeling more discomfort. You know, screw it. Braves aren't. Nationals are winning the division. Yeah. 27 and a half games back. We just went on like a 13 game losing streak. Go Nats. Yay. Thank him for that first pick. Uh, NL Central. The Brewers have a half game lead over the Cardinals. The rest of this division is very sad. Your Reds are only half game back of the Cubs, though. Woo! Uh, who wins the division? I said Cardinals began the year on stick to I said Brewers beginning of the year. I'm going to stick to it. As long as Josh Hader doesn't keep blowing saves. NL West, remember when this was a tight race? Well, the Dodgers now have a 10-game lead over the Padres and a 12-and-a-half game lead over the Giants. Dodgers are winning the NL West. It's not even close. Wild card for the NL right now is Atlanta, San Diego, and then the Phillies and Cardinals are tied for the final spot, the Phillies get the tiebreaker since they're no longer playing the game between them for the last uh, third spot. Giants are a half game back, and then the rest of these, surprisingly, the Marlins are five and a half games back. And the Nationals are only 19, and the Reds are only 14 and a half. It's possible. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I did not have this, but MLB draft took place. First overall pick was Matt Holliday's son. What's his name? Jackson. Yeah, Jackson Holiday. Looks like he's about two years old. He's pretty good, though. Dude batted 685 in high school. It's impressive. Drew Jones got taken second overall. Kumar Rocker, three. I have no idea who was taken four. I know five was Elijah Green. Who was taken four? Oh, some dude for the Pilots. He's really good. His name's some dude? Yeah. Some dude. Yeah, some dude's going to be the GOAT. Some dude. You see, uh, in like one of the later rounds... Like the Orioles or somebody took a seven-footer, like a seven-foot infielder. <laughs> Dang. It is. Uh, the Pirates took at number four. Yeah, Termar Johnson. He's very good. Do you know who steal the draft is? I can tell you who mine is. Oh, you told me Elijah Green was a steal of the draft. Him, but the actual guy that I really like. Jace Young is Josh Young's brother, right? I think. Brandon Boyle, Boyle for the Blue Jays. One of the best left-handed pitchers in the draft, he dropped because he pulled out of, like, his last season because one of his good friends that pitched with him got Tommy John, and he was supposed to be drafted, too. So he didn't want to take the same risk. He's a very he, – he Smart guy. He reminds me a lot of Randy Johnson, and that's a really big comparison. We also compare Chris Sale to Randy Johnson. Look at that took out. Well, Chris Sale was good until the injuries yeah. started hitting. But and, the, of course, the Blue Jays, a great – they, they can develop pitching. Yeah. So my steal of the draft is at the what pick is this? Twenty six or something like that. Twenty fifth pick from the New York Yankees, of course. Spencer Jones. This kid is a mammoth of a player. He is six foot seven, two twenty five, left handed stick. He is athletic. He can hit the ball. He is committed to Vanderbilt. Well, he played for Vanderbilt. Did very well. The kid's just got a lot of potential. And I think he is going to be the steal of the draft. I think he's going to be one of the most solid players in the draft. Just that height and the size and the big just the big lefty. He was just a, he was really good. He's just really good ball player. 
That's who my student draft is. Honestly, I like this draft. I saw a lot of like stuff for it. It's a very deep draft. It is a deep draft. A lot of uh, former MLB's player sons in it. I think there was four of them. Yeah. Three of them were pretty damn good. So moving off the draft and moving back to my Washington Nationals, Juan Soto turned down a 15-year, $440 million contract. He is expected to be traded by the August 1st deadline if they do not get a deal worked out, which clearly it's not going to happen. So for the Nationals, uh, of course, they are looking to be sold. The new owners want either Soto to re-sign or they want him gone so that they do not have to pay him. Right now, the Padres, the uh, Rangers, and some other team are looking at him. Probably the Yankees. Honestly, for all the trade things that I've seen, the best one would be the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have a lot of good young talent. Of course, the Mariners, which I said like five episodes ago. But right now, I don't think they would trade us J-Rod. We'd probably get Kalenic. See he's still in triple A. Yeah. Um, I would take Noel with him. I mean, I'd take anybody. Who who would he fit on? I think he'd fit best with the Padres. They need a solid outfield. They don't have the best outfield. The infield, amazing. Well, so Padres still a very good team, still waiting for Still young. Tatis to come yeah. back also. I mean, they got Machado and Soto. They're good friends. Tatis and Soto, I'm pretty sure they, they know each other. I mean, they're in the same draft class, draft, but signing class. They're both signing Dominican in the same year. Just, I think he will fit best with them. They need another left-handed bat. That that Padres team does not have any left-handers besides Cronenworth and Hosmer. That's it. Um, and Jokes and Profile, who's a switch hitter, but... It's jokes and profile. Other teams to keep on the radar for it is the Phillies. They they don't need to get him. They need to get pitching. Did they already got a great team? They just need pitching. But just think about that outfield because yeah. you could put DH. You could put either Schwarber or Castellanos. Yeah. As long as Bryce comes back fully healthy. Which but he, if you get Soto, that's not helping your cause any. Yeah, their pitchers are terrible. Yeah. You still gotta be. Able, I mean, it'd be a great outfield it though. Be. It would be, but. I think if I'm the Phillies, I'm not getting going out there and paying a man that much when we still need pitching because pitching is the biggest part of baseball. The most likely who's going to trade for him is going to be the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. Like they like they need him. Oh, I would love to see him. That, that outfield would be good. If we make this trade, I swear, if we get Cody Bellinger, if we get Mookie, I will be. I mean, you're not get why Mookie, would we get Mookie? Because he's already been signed for a long time. Yeah. Oh, that's sucky, Cody. Cody's trash. Yeah. Fitting well with the team, though. Hey, maybe you get, like... Uh, Just think, Soto leaves our best players, Cabert Ruiz, and he's in his second year. I mean, he's a very good catcher. Just think. But you might get Chris Taylor. I love Chris Taylor. He's a great player. Chris Taylor's hurt. Yeah, right, but he's a great player. One of the more underrated players in the league. Yeah. All I know is that whoever trades for Juan Soto, you're going to have to give up basically your whole farm system for him. To full. But Soto's going to play for another 15 years. And also, there's a possibility that if he's turning down money for $440 million, he's going to want a lot more. Two and a half years, he's going to be wanting over half a billion dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, any of these teams that want him, you're going to have to pay him, and you're going to have to be a big market team. You're also going to have to give up your whole future. Yeah. Oh, he's just turning them down because he just simply doesn't want to play for him. He did say he doesn't like Washington. He's grew up in Washington. Like, I mean, he was big 16. Yeah. Won a championship there. He's tired of losing, though. It usually happens. Um, 
but he would love to stay a national. I think his I think his heart's in DC. But he's but wants his to win games. his camp wants him yeah. to leave. Honestly, I wouldn't blame him. I mean, would you rather be a hometown hero and just lose that video of your career or go to a team where you can win and possibly get more championships? Just be prepared on that Nationals fans will hate you they because will. they think that you will demand a trade and you will be hated like Bryce was when he left. So, Also, this is a great thing. Bryce Harper, 2018 Home Run Derby Champion, left the next year. Juan Soto, 2022 Home Run Derby Champion, could leave either the same year or the next year. So this is two of the best players in Nationals history. Could leave right after winning the Home Run Derby. That also means we lost Bryce. And then we won the championship next year. We don't need you, Soto. We're winning the World Series next year if you get traded. I don't know how. I really don't know how. Maybe if we brought up some prospects or we just, like, sold the team. Heck, I'm going to buy the team. I'll make this team great. I made the team great in the show. Yeah. You won't be able to do that in life. Yes, you will. I'll give up everybody. Just Have 10 yards out there. You get a contract. Yes. Hey, they're in D.C. Sign Joe Biden. See how he can hit a baseball <laughs> Can you please see that? Dude can't stay on a bike. Okay. So, other guys that could be Trey Wilson Contreras. Um, in his last, possibly his last game as a Cub, he hit a go-ahead RBI in the eighth inning. And a lot of people thought that it was because it was his 600th career hit. It was not. It was his 604th. He asked for the ball back, knowing that most likely he's going to be traded. Which team... Needs a catcher. I already know who the Mets need on. They've been looking at him. Some other teams out there. Who do you want Wilson to be traded to? To a good team because he's a good ball player. He's one of the best catchers in the league. There's a reason why he was in the All-Star game. Dude, trade him. Atlanta, this is a perfect opportunity. Trade for him, catcher, William D.H. Yep, they already had Travis Stone, though. Travis Stone who sucks. He's actually. Nobody cares. Hasn't he been hurt all year? He was in the All-Star game last night. Was he actually? Yeah. How did he make the All-Star game? Because he's good. Actually, how did how – did, this is why the All-Star game just shouldn't be a thing. So after all the reserves for injuries, stuff like that, people just don't want to play. It's all a thing. It was uh, some dude. Some I believe dude. he works for uh, MLB Nut. Actually, he got fired. It's the guy that got fired by MLB Network because Rob Manfred fired him. What's his name? I don't remember. He's like the top reporter for the MLB. Came out with a tweet the other day saying... Rosenthal? Yes. There were 80 All-Stars. Most of them are pitchers, though. In the MLB. 80. 80. That's stupid. It's terrible. We want nine people on the team. I want the starters, the nine starters. The nine I want starters. a reserve, one reserve for every position. And then I want about... Seven pitchers. Nine pitchers. Nine one. pitchers. One for every inning. You don't need to have like 15 pitchers because most of them don't even get in. Have nine pitchers, and then the regular people have one reserve. Have like two reserve pitchers just in case something happens. There should not be 80 All-Stars. And the fact that the last day Ty France finally got him, he should have been the starter for the AL. The second to last day, Austin Riley finally got in. He could have been a starter. That's how good he's been playing. But get rid of fan voting. Fans are too stupid. No offense. Actually, I don't care. If I offend you, you're stupid for voting. You voted. I voted once. I didn't vote once. I don't vote. 
I vote for people who actually deserve to be in them, not people you want to see in them. Which team and players will make will be better in the second half? Which team will make the biggest push going back to the standings? I'm saying the White Sox. I think the Phillies. I think they're going to possibly do some trades and signings, trades. for. Give me an NL and an AL team. So you're in all the Phillies. Yeah. My AL team, uh, I know they're always in a hot streak right now, but I think the Mariners. Mariners team is finally clicking all on the right cylinder. I think this team has a good chance of taking the top spot in their division. I really do. Over the Astros. I really think they have a chance to. Their pitching's good. Their offense is great. Their defense is great. Everything's clicking. We saw this two years ago when they made the playoffs, and his team wasn't as good as this team is. As long as more player, players don't get suspended. Yeah. So, Jesse. Jesse don't go punch people <laughs> in the face. I love you, Jesse, and that was awesome. But don't go do it because they need you. My, the AL, I'm going to have the uh, – I mean, the Mariners, I already have them in the playoffs. They're already a playoff team. Um, I'm going to say the White Sox make a push after they fire Tony La Russa. This team's too good to not win the division. I mean, to have the Guardians and the Twins above them. This team, after even a few years ago, everybody was saying, this is a team that could win the World Series. And they've done diddly squat. I mean, maybe if they had a manager that wasn't getting hammered all the time and just getting DUIs. And, I mean, player that I have. Oh, I didn't do my NL. NL, I'm going to agree with you, the Phillies. I mean, you're going to get Bryce back. Uh, Schwarber's been going off. Castellanos, I see him playing a lot better in the second half. They need to make trades for pitching. They also need a new shortstop because Bryson Stott's not that dude. Didi. Plus, you playing second. I, I don't even know if Didi's playing. I have not heard one thing about Didi. So, yeah. Player. Give me an NL and an AL player. That will surprise some people in the second half. That's had a terrible, terrible season. Can't even think. AL, I'm going to say, as soon as he comes off the aisle, this happened last year. You're going to hate that I'm saying this. The best catcher in baseball. Yasmani Grandel. Oh, my God. He came off. The I.O. last year after the All-Star break, and he just went off in the second half. He had a terrible first half of the season. Once he comes back, he's going to lead White Sox to the playoffs. And a division championship. And all, I'm going Castellanos. He's been terrible. Yeah, he has been. I couldn't even tell you, to be honest. I can't even think of any players who just have a terrible year. Cody just sucks. I can't even say. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bregman. I'm going to go Bregman. He's had an okay year. He's still fighting off the injuries from the past years. He, Blakeman is a MVP caliber player every single year. We saw it two or three years ago. Duke just, you know, you could say, oh, it's because he's cheated. No, the dude's gone through two major injuries in the past two years. I think he's going to get, he's been actually playing, starting to play really well since the Astros have been playing really well. I think he's going to be a breakout player. Kind of sad to say a breakout player, even though he's already been what top three MVP MVP voting for like three years straight. I think he's going to be a player that is going to help the Astros, but because he, he he's he's too good of a player to just be sucking. Another guy for the AL that could have a good rebound in the second half is uh, Jose Barrios for the Blue Jays. I mean, when you start out the season with a 180 or a, um, it's still almost four right now. From playing terrible, if they can get him to go along with Alec Manoa, yeah, this Blue Jay team's already scary. Yeah. You're an L player. I'm going to go Casillas too. I can't really think of any NL player that's just, just butt cheeks right now. Hey, teams making a push in the second half. 
Nationals and Reds. And Cubs. Yeah. All three of them. All make the playoffs. Playoff bound. Yeah. One of them, three teams will win the World Series. Dude, off it's Reds. <laughs> hey, throw the A's in there. Yeah. Hey, the A's did one of the most embarrassing things that happened last week. I mean, the Rangers are just an embarrassment overall. But the Rangers allowed the A's to get into extra innings. Yeah, and they lost and come back. The A's put up eight runs yeah. in like the 13th inning. Yeah. How do you allow that to happen? It's the A's. I don't think they've scored eight runs all year. This is a Rangers team that spent a lot of money last year. They should have spent it on pitching when their best pitcher is Dane Dunning, which I love you, Dane. But Josh, he's actually been playing well. Yeah. But I can't even name another pitcher on that team. I can't even say freaking Spencer Howard because dude's just getting sent down and called back up every other week. Should probably move on. Moving on to the PGA. Cam Smith won the Open for his first major title. After shooting a 64 the last day, he shot a 64 in the first round, 64 in the last round. His back, his back nine was unbelievable. It was one of the best, best putting displays I've ever watched. Yes, I watched the Open. Cam Young ended up finishing second after Eagle on the 18th. Rory finished third. He had the lead heading into the final round. He actually had a four-stroke lead over Cam Smith entering the final round. But Rory on the final day. So there's 18 holes. Really? He had 36 putts. That's a lot. That is, he two-putted almost every hole. He needed an eagle on the final hole to tie Cam Smith to go into a playoff. He did not end up doing that. He ended up parring it, I believe. Congrats to Cam. There are reports that he could be joining the Live Tour. There's a lot of guys joining the Live Tour. This is bad for the PGA. And honestly, I'm siding with the Live right now. They were offering Cam Smith like $90 million. Want to know how much he's made this year? Two mil. After. After the Open. He's made $9 million. That's it. Yep. Another guy who could be going, joining the Live Tour said it today. Everybody's favorite golfer and NBA analyst, Charles Barkley. He may be leaving TNT because he is meeting with the Live Tour because they offered him a contract. He's so bad. To see what he, to uh, be like an ambassador with the Live team uh, and everything else. And God, I hope you play. I hope they put him out there. I want to see Charles Barkley finish last every round. That dude's the worst golfer I've ever seen. He's the worst golfer I've ever seen. When he swings, he stops in the middle of his freaking downswing and then hits the ball. It's terrible. Or as he would say, terrible. Absolutely terrible. 3M Open is this weekend. There's not going to be a lot of big names in it coming off a major. So, moving on to NASCAR, Christopher Bell won at New Hampshire. That is now the 14th different winner of the year. Truex and Harvick also contended for the win. Um, Chase Elliott also contended for the win before blowing it. Uh, Chase Elliott also, uh, Napa, re signed with him until 2026. So, he has a sponsor. Uh, Pocono is this weekend. Of course, the doubleheader for Pocono. There will be a Saturday and Sunday race. What? Yeah, that's what they changed it into. Um, I will not watch it. I hate Pocono. Should not even be a track. It's terrible. Bring IndyCar back, though. Dude, yes. Um, Announced yesterday, Road America is out. NASCAR did them completely wrong. They will no longer be hosting a cup race starting next year in 2023. Instead, they will be going to a Chicago street race. So trying to do like IndyCar. This is not F1, NASCAR. The cars are bad enough on road courses. 
How do you think they're gonna go on a street? Exactly. There ain't gonna be no traction. I I hate the I hate it for Road America. I thought the Road America race was actually good, and to go there for one or two years and then say, "Yo, Road America, screw you." One we're gonna nice road course they go yeah. to. We're gonna run the Chicago Street Circuit. So they want people to get shot watching this race. For one, I feel even worse for this because Chicago is already a busy city. Yeah. So let's just close down all yeah. the streets to Chicago. Yeah. Why? Why would you go to Chicago and not go to Chicagoland? I miss Chicagoland. I love Chicagoland, but this this means that Chicagoland will never be back on. Which is stupid because I love Chicagoland. I've actually been there. No, I haven't. I, I don't know what NASCAR is doing. They say that they want to bring in new fans. This ain't the way you do it. No. Just because you rate on a street circuit doesn't mean you're going to get the F1 fan base. Yeah. Now, will I watch it? Yeah, because there's probably going to be some nasty wrecks. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see how the track layout is, though. They released it. It's very dumb. It's a lot of turns. So, Wreckfest. Yes. I don't like it. I agree with what uh, Rockingham Speedway put on Twitter today. That why not go back to places that built NASCAR? Yeah. So go to the Rock. Go to Chicago Land's been there for a while. Yeah. Um, there's another track that got shut down. Can't think of it. Yeah, I can't think of it. How about we get rid of like two races at a lot of these tracks, like Texas? Yeah, why is it two races at Texas? Because NASCAR owns Texas. Texas sucks. Yeah. it might be the worst track on the thing. It is. Kyle Busch still has yet to sign an extension with Joe Gibbs Racing. His contract is up after this year. Joe Gibbs wants him to stay. Kyle Busch wants to stay. If this does not happen, Joe, you are an idiot. Because Kyle Busch is, besides Jimmy Johnson, he is the best racer of this generation and could go down as the best driver ever because that's how skilled he is. Love him or hate him, you cannot say Kyle Busch is not one of the best drivers ever. He is a top 10 driver right now. And he still has quite a few years left. So, Joe, if you don't get this, I know that Mars with Eminem, Skittles, all of them, they're leaving as a sponsor. Joe, you have enough money that you can sponsor them yourself. You were right. Scott Dixon won in Toronto. Tied Mario Andretti for the second most wins in IndyCar history. Of course, Iowa is this weekend. It's going to be a very fun race. I love Iowa. Wish NASCAR wouldn't have stopped going to him. Um, who's your pick to win an aisle? Let's, let's go New Gone. I'm going to go Alex Polo. Oh, you're going my route now, huh? Yeah, Alex Polo. He's going to give Chip another win and then say, screw you. There's actually reports that Chip might not have Alex Polo in the car, like last weekend at Toronto, but he did. And uh, there is a possibility that Alex could also not be racing next year because Chip still says that he's under contract and cannot sign with McLaren. Hopefully they get it figured out because Alex Polo is a very good driver. Of course, last year's champion. F1 is in France for the French Grand Prix this weekend after taking an off week last week. Who wins? Uh, let's see. Let's go for Stappen. I'll go George Russell. Dude's so consistent. George Russell. And Mercedes has actually found something. Hamilton's had two straight podiums. George Russell consistently in the top five every week. They're just waiting to break down the wall to win a race. you have anything else? No. Thank you guys for listening. Of course, come back here next week. Not a lot of sports going on right now. I mean, basically all you have is MLB, NBA, free agency is basically over. We're still waiting on trades. We'll talk about about it when the playoffs start, which is probably in like a few weeks. How many games they play? I have no idea. Thing. NFL starts in 50 days, so thankfully there's another sport besides baseball coming on. Baseball's just not fun to watch anymore. It's really not. 
enjoy some golf this weekend. If you want to watch the 3M Open, I probably won't. Don't even worry about NASCAR. Don't even watch Pocono. You're not going to see a death like if IndyCar was still going there. So don't even watch it. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. As always, come back next week. Peace.